step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up? We got another stinker of a Thursday night game to be breaking down here for No House Advantage. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? You, you take some props, you have something to root for in the game. It's the Rams, it is the Raiders, the defending champs. Uh, have not quite looked that way this year. We don't know who they're starting a quarterback. It might be Baker Mayfield tonight. And then the Raiders have been uh, relatively disappointing, uh, still kind of alive and in the mix, but uh, yeah, on the periphery, certainly. Uh, Pete McCarthy, Jeff Ulrich with you. Jeff, how are we doing today? We looking forward to Rams, Raiders. What, what excites you about this game? Yeah, this is one of those ones where you, you, it's not going to be like an exciting game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think it could be closer than people think. And I'm weirdly excited for, for, for some of the players. And it's it's not that I think that not all this stuff is going to work out. But, you know, we got guys like Van Jefferson, mm-hmm. Tutu Atwal. I don't even think we can play Tutu Atwal no. on No House. But he's in the game. You get my point. Skoranek, all these kind of scrub receivers. I think I think a couple of them may be okay. And, and you, know, you can target them in props, stuff like that. So I'm getting myself up for it. Um and like, we still get to problem solve it, right? I mean, that's yeah. part of the fun, figuring out the puzzle. I mean, it could be an abject disaster. Like Baker Mayfield may know like five plays. So this, <laughs> this could just go south so quickly and be the worst game of the year. But I do think the Rams are still a well-coached team. They were competitive against Seattle last uh, last week. And looked like the Raiders defense is pretty bad. They're banged up as well. So I think it'll be close. But, you know, again, I'm also just preparing myself for disappointment. So yeah, well, yeah, both defenses are pretty bad, which is maybe how this ends up being an entertaining game. We'll see. Like and subscribe. Keep up with all of our shows. Our DFS offers our giveaways. Once you do subscribe, hit that notification button. That's going to give you alerts when our shows go live. Uh, we've got more No House Advantage uh, content coming your way after this show. Looking at it from the NBA point of view, uh, you got the NFL. Uh, showdown before lock uh, coming up later tonight. We'll tell you more about all that a little bit later. And don't forget, we're available via podcast as well. Uh, so check us out on your favorite platform. This is what we're looking at. No house advantage. If you want to play the pickup contest, $15 entry, $10,000 to first place, $5 entry, $1,000 to first place. Hey, last Thursday night, that Patriots Bills game, I did the $5 and go all the way for the $15 Tied for first place. I think I hit for like 40 bucks. <laughs> you want to, you want to take all the unders and uh, you want to, you know, play the chalk. You're not going to hit that $1,000 number. I can tell you and, that I mean, firsthand. It was, it was all, it's obviously the right call. I mean, you know, you, you tied for first, it was right to take the unders, but yeah, you, you know, you, you do need to just try and be differentiate a little bit. Right. So it's tough. I mean, that game was definitely an underfest in terms of the props. 
I know when I was watching it, I was like, I think there was like one dude who we talked about who hit his over, but um, that was the way to go. So I'm not shocked to hear that's how that one worked out. And, um, you know, th- this week's a little bit different because some of the props are so low. Yes. I'm hoping we get a little bit more variance there, but it could also just be very similar. So. Yeah, the basics in this game. The Raiders are a six and a half point favorite, over under 42 and a half, pretty basic. Um, the thing that jumped out at me, I guess that I didn't realize, is just how bad uh, the defenses have been here. Uh, the Rams are 18th in defense, looking at football outsiders DVOA, which doesn't sound that bad, but this was an elite defense a year ago. And they don't have Aaron Donald, right? A, a lot of that, that number, that 18th ranking, is because Aaron Donald was there for all but last week. He is out once again. The Raiders are the 31st ranked defense in the league by Football Outsiders DVOA. Um, you know, neither offense has been good. The Rams, we know, has been terrible. Uh, I guess start out basic. Let's start with this Rams offense because this is where most of the wackiness is going to come in. Well, what's your feel at quarterback? So the, the latest that John Wolford's going to warm up. They're going to see how his neck feels. If he can't go, Baker Mayfield's going to step in and start. He's uh, risen above Bryce Perkins on the depth chart, which is not shocking because against the Chiefs, the Rams waited as long as possible before letting Perkins throw a pass or anything more than 10 yards downfield. Uh, what do we make of this Rams quarterback situation? Because he got some interesting props for Wolford, I think, if he does play. He's pretty banged up too, man. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, again, he got hit like 10 times last game, sacked like four times. It was rough. Um, I-, I think that if, if Wolford starts, I mean, A, you take the over on the interceptions. Like, you you have to, I think. And, it, again, like, it's not the worst matchup, but, like, Wolford has not looked comfortable. He's working with limited offensive weapons. This isn't like when he came in, I think it was last year, and played a game. No, it was the year before, where they had, like, a, you know, more. they had all their team. They had, like, Cup. They still had, like, legitimate wide receivers and offensive linemen. And, and now that, all that's gone. This is like John Wolford working behind – a D minus team. That's not good. Um, so you take the under or the over on the interceptions and then, mm-hmm. you know, the passing yardage, I mean, like I, my, my concern is he does, he's probably, he's probably not going to play the whole game. Like I, I think that's how banged up he is. Even if he starts, like there's a scenario where he gets sacked a couple times, comes limping off and then it's Baker Mayfield in the second half. So I think you can probably safely fade that as well. We do have that projected as an over, um, but there's a lot of risk there, man. Like, I just don't know if this guy's going to play the whole game now that Baker Mayfield's out there. And obviously McVay has at least enough confidence to consider Baker Mayfield to be a starter. So facto, he could come in at any point in this game. Well, what about the touchdown number? I thought this one would be popular because it's just half a touchdown on. Oh, I didn't even Wolford. see the passing touchdown. Was there? Yeah, one? you wouldn't yeah. think of it, but it's only at, at yeah. 0.5. So we right. have this as a heavy play as well. I agree with you with the interceptions. That's my play. But I think the passing touchdown will be very popular over for yeah. Wolford as well because of how bad this Raiders defense is. Yeah, and again, um, you know, like I think that the game plan here for the Rams is going to be protect their quarterback by not throwing the ball. So, yeah. you know, you're going to get handoffs to wide receivers in the red zone. You're going to get little dump-offs, like potentially laterals and stuff like that. There's no guarantee like Wolford even throws more than three passes in the red zone. Hey, I mean, they have to get into the red zone too, right? So. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I didn't even see it because it was so high up. I just was like looking below. Um, but yeah, this one's as, as an over as, as well. So wasn't expecting to see that on Wolford. But it, again, they're giving us the 0.5 prop. Again, making things interesting on Noah's advantage. I think it's a good one. Um, I'm not sure what the rules are on No House with a backup. If he doesn't start, 
Okay, it doesn't play question. in the game. You'll get zero, right? Like you won't get credit. I don't know if they have to play in a play. I, I, I don't, I'm, I don't want to say anything that's going to get yeah. anybody in trouble. Cause the least thing you want to do <laughs> is, uh, you know, take the under yeah. being all cute. Uh, so I'm not going to say what I think it is, Let's, but cause I don't know for sure. I'll try to look it up. Uh, I know I've tried to look this up in the past. I know the guy's inactive. So let's say Wolford yeah. is inactive. Uh, then you, if you take the under, you get zero points. You're not getting credit for that. And now if a player is active, I think that's more of a gray area. I've looked around on the site for it before. I can't remember seeing anything that was. Uh, Let's know, be safe. Let's be safe and say if, if Wolford doesn't start. Anyway, probably... he's not, that won't be the scenario because if, yeah. if Wolford is active, he's going to start. If he is right. inactive, uh, I, you know, <sighs> I think that'll, they'll have Mayfield and Perkins. Yeah. Mayfield will start. If Wolford can't go, Wolford will be inactive. Perkins will be the backup. So this, won't yeah. be an issue. If Wolford is active, he's going to start. It's a perfect point. If, if Wolford, this should sort itself out. If there's some weird scenario where he is active or something like that, like as an emergency, just don't play him. Or, or I don't know, email support. But yeah, I think I think uh, Pete's right. If he, if he starts or, or if he's active, he's going to start anyway. So this should take care of itself. I, yeah. I, yeah, I like the under touchdown call. I think it's going to be very popular if he starts. Um, I think there's a lot of scenarios where he just doesn't hit it. <laughs> so let's leave it that. Well, what about the passing game for the Rams? So uh, we got Ben Skoranek, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. These are the three receivers that uh, Wolford or Mayfield could be passing to. I mean, the thing is, if Mayfield plays, you might, you're going to have to take a stand somewhere on this Rams passing game. because There's just not yeah. enough players in the pool here. You have to have seven different players as part of your selections for over-unders. Uh, ben Skoranek is questionable in this game, too. Uh, he has not reached his reception, reception yard, receiving yardage prop or his receptions prop in six games. Uh, 30 and a half receiving yards, two and a half receptions. Van Jefferson... Uh, hasn't uh, really been there either. Uh, 41 and a half receiving yards, three and a half receptions. Tyler Higby is great with Matthew Stafford and disappears with anybody else. I mean, where do you want to go with all this? Yeah. Um, so I have some interest in Van Jefferson in this game, but again, it's kind of tied to the quarterback, right? Like, I think I need Wolford in here to feel really comfortable about this. I think if Baker Mayfield comes in, you'd probably be better looking at Skronik or Brandon Powell. Brandon Powell, obviously not available. Mm-hmm. on um on on uh, no house advantage but powell is that slot guy who's, who's probably going to play a little bit more if skronic doesn't play and we just seen baker mayfield he's just such a poor downfield passer like when it comes to like taking shots he's inaccurate you know he basically drove odell beckham out of cleveland so it would worry me about van jefferson but jefferson you know hit hit with a couple plays um with uh with john wolford he's played with wolford before they have you know the backup scenario a little bit uh coming into camp last year as a rookie um, and Jefferson's just a pretty good player to be honest. So, you know, again, he's, he's gone over 35 yards and in, in two of his last three games, he's caught three, three passes into his uh, three of his last four games. So I think Jefferson is basically in every snap player. Um, and, you know, if, if Wolford starts and maybe even if May- Mayfield starts, there's a chance he could, could end up with 50 plus yards there. I think it's an okay stance to be contrarian on. I think a lot of people will go under on that too. It's bigger than we're seeing around the sports books. He's around 36 and a half, 35. So Jefferson going to be a very popular under, um, but he's, he's playing. He literally played every snap last week. So he's going to be on the field a lot. Um, the Raiders are down there. They're like, they're, they're injured in the secondary. I think Jefferson is a player you can, you can legit be contrarian on. You should be um, Skoranek. I, I don't mind, but 
we don't know if he's going to play. And like Brandon Powell popped up last week, and I think he's going to take some snaps there. So um, Jefferson would be my kind of YOLO play here in the past game. Yeah, I think uh, Skoranek, you're pretty safe on the unders. And then, and I don't like saying that with receivers because it just takes one play, but uh, that's what we've seen for a long time now with the trend with the Rams. But Van Jefferson, yes, you can certainly get over. And even the projections bear that out, right? It's 53% chance of under 41 and a half receiving right. yards for yeah. Van Jefferson. That's pretty close. It's more of a coin flip. And if you think you can get different, uh, that's part of it. I guess what's interesting too, well, let's do Tyler Higby as well. Uh, Higby, I, I mean, look, when Matthew Stafford was there, it was like Higby and Cooper Cup were the whole offense, but now without Stafford, Higby like disappears at yeah. times. I think and he went the whole game against the Chiefs without a single catch. Uh, so he has been under 36 and a half receiving yards in each of the last three games. Uh, the last two, he's been three catches or less. And like we've talked about, the Rams, they don't want to be throwing the ball here. No, it's a great player to talk about. The Rams often change their scheme. And when they change their scheme on offense, it really like affects Tyler Higby. They go to, I think it's 11 personnel. Then Higby is used more of as a receiver, but without Stafford in there, um, they're going to bring him in and just walk for the run. That's going to, I almost guarantee that's all he's going to do tonight. And I love his unders in this spot. I think it's a really good underplay. The receiving yards, uh, the receptions, everything. I think you load up on unders. Um, and it was a great point to point out, you know, that like we do have Van Jefferson with the strong prop. And I think that I would much rather go with like a Jefferson or even a Skronik over Skronik. If you can do the over, do the receptions, he's going to be used a lot in the short pass game. I think regardless of who the quarterback is and if he plays, um, but so don't touch the yardage with Skronik. I would go on the receptions. I would look to the over, but then Higby, like I said, I really expect that's pretty much what happened in the game against the chiefs. And I expect more of that. They're going to try and run more. They're going to do more trick plays. They're going to keep Higby in line and they're going to make them block. Um, they've done it a lot in the past. They moved them around, but that usage when it dries up, like it just, I, I don't, I don't think you're going to see him much catching the ball. So. Yeah. He has disappeared in recent weeks, uh, especially after how, a party was at the receiving end of things earlier in the season. Uh, no house advantage if you're not familiar with it. Uh, we're talking about the pickup contests where this is where you could win the big money, right? Ten thousand dollars to first place tonight. Uh, you often end up seeing that chopped a few ways, but we've certainly seen some unique lineups get to the top. There's a little bit of game theory where you not only want to do what is projected, but you also want to make sure your lineup is a little bit different if you're going to get to the top and take down that big money, especially if you're playing multiple lineups. Uh, are the projections we're talking about, they're all free. You can follow along stochastic.com, go to NFL projections, and then you'll see free NHA projections for no house advantage. Be sure to check that out. You can also play against the house. Uh, you can do prop selections there both nba nfl tonight i think there's nhl there is nhl as well uh you put five of five together you can hit for 21 times your money another way to get in on the action is be sure to check all that out at no house advantage also see below uh, if you're new to no house advantage if you sign up using the link below you're gonna get you put in fifty dollars they're gonna give you a fifty dollar first match deposit bonus we like free money that's a way to uh, get yourself in and have uh, a little bit of extra to play with as well. Um, all right. So let's get into the Raiders a little bit. Let me ask you this. So we talked about, and I think we both agree the Rams, they want to keep the ball on the ground tonight for the most part. Uh, if they do fall behind big time, that's where they're passing the ball. So if we're going to take the over on Van Jefferson and, and some of these other receivers of the passing game for the Rams, are we going all in on Josh Jacobs over on this rushing line, which we have him crushing? I mean, it's just 70 uh, and a half rushing yards for Josh Jacobs tonight, who is questionable. 
but should be, I think he's going to play. Yeah, no, I definitely think he's going to play too. It is, <laughs> again, I really, this is why Nolas Advantage is such a great site to play on. Not only do they create this like unique prop-based, you know, DFS thing, but they, they, they give you dynamic lines. Like it's, it's not just the, the, the cookie cutter, like what we'd see at the sports book. This is going to drive everyone to one side of it. I mean, everyone looks at this as 70.5 yards. Got to go over. Got to take the over. Rams have a pretty good rush defense. They're, I know they're banged up, but they're like top 10 in D, defensive DVOA against no the No Aaron D. Donald. What's that? No Aaron Donald. No Aaron Donald. I get it, but like they've, they've held up pretty well, even despite these injuries. You know, they're competitive last week. So it's a pretty good defensive line he's going up against. And it's a short week. And I'm not saying that like, Again, I, we're, we're just talking probabilities here, right? Probabilities versus how owned the over is going to be on Josh Jacobs. The over on Josh Jacobs is going to be insanely high. It's going to be the highest owned prop on the slate. I think his probability going under this is actually better than, you know, versus what, what you know, the, the, the kind of split is going to be between the over and the under uh, takers. So it's really interesting. Again, if you're doing like single lineups, do you need to do this? Probably not unless you're just looking for, you know, you're, you're really just in the mood for some high variance, but I would definitely be mixing in. I, I would want a multiple lineups. If I had like, you know, 10, 12 lineups, I would want multiple lineups with the under. If this hits, you are in such a good spot. You've taken out like the majority of the field and you're just, you're basically playing for first. So it's a, it's a really polarizing spot. It's probably going to go over because <laughs> it's a low total and Josh Jacobs, but Man, um, if if you if you get this, like you know, the leverage you gain is so big, and it just correlates well too. You can take the over on Devonte Adams. You can take the over on on Derek Carr. Adams and Sills in a really good spot. The secondary is not good. Jalen Ramsey, he's just not Jalen Ramsey, really. The old Jalen Ramsey, and, and I think Adams wins out in that spot anyway. So, a lot, lot of different things going on here. Um, but yeah, um, really really interesting like leverage spot there with Jacobs. Yeah, you do have a banged up running back at the very least. And like we said, he's, he's going to play. He's dealing with quad calf. Uh, I think that he'll see his fair share of carries in this game, certainly. But, you know, we've seen weirder things in these games where running back obviously uh, goes down, doesn't get the expected allotment. And just to, you know, it feels good to be right and to, you know, hit the over on this. But as I talked about right at the top, Last week, I think we talked about the Bills and the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson, and he ended up under his rushing yardage total. If he had gotten over it, uh, it would have uh, twisted things a little bit. But, yeah. you know, if you get first place and you get eight times your entry fee, that's fine. And if you're firing a single bullet, great, good for you. Yeah. But if you're throwing a lot of lineups in there, that's not cutting it. So that's where you do want to get a little different. And, and the other way to get different with something like Josh Jacobs is just don't play it. Don't have that line on the board. And then you take a little bit of the risk out of it if you could find that seventh prop that is going to yeah. come in and be correct. Um, I don't, you don't have as much wiggle room with that today because there's just not a lot of players on the board. Yeah, and it's a great point about, you know, again, if you're playing like a couple lineups, just just take the over because it, it is like, it's our highest projected prop uh, for a reason. We talked about a couple different spots already. Like I think the Van Jefferson over is going to be mm -hmm. a, a pretty good leverage spot as well. Um, I think you could, you know, we, we could probably... Uh, we didn't talk about Derek Carr, but like Derek Carr yep. throwing interception, you know, like, I don't think that's going to be highly owned. So there's other low owned spots across the board here um, that we can kind of talk about. Um, and you can mix them in with Jacobs uh, again. So it's not the, the the one prop that you need to just like focus in on, but as, as someone who just, you know, who, who's multi, you know, entered in the past and, 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 you know, likes to, likes to take these shots with these. I mean, 
it's very tempting to to throw in some lineups with Josh Jacobs. I would definitely be doing that tonight if I had like uh, if I was multi-entering here. Yeah, that's how you had the the one big night that makes your year. Uh, that's what you're you're kind of yep. hunting for because you can get up there all by yourself. Uh, let's look at Derek Carr. Uh, 260 and a half passing yards projected below that. Not that significantly. So the passing touchdowns, the interceptions are pretty even as far as that goes. Uh, I guess Carr's had a disappointing season, but he has ramped it up of late. Uh, and he's been a little better firing the ball, obviously to Devonte Adams, who we'll get to. Is there, is there one that you love for Carr? Nothing really jumps out at me for him. No, I know it's. Nothing I really love for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is kind of polarizing for me here. I know his passing total is, is a little bit, is it's certainly bigger than we're seeing, you know, around at, at other sports books, but like we have that project as a solid under. And I really do think this is the, uh, like the game where the Raiders don't want to draw back here. They want to get the lead. They want to pound Josh Jacobs and they want to get out of here with a win any which way they want to make this a short game. It's a short week. Um, so I don't see Derek Carr dropping back, but, Again, you know, like it's the Raiders. It's not like this is a team that can be trusted. There's mm-hmm. scenarios where Jacobs comes out, maybe just like gets stuffed, gets injured, the Rams score quick, and then all of a sudden, like the Raiders need to start throwing the ball. So yeah. I think that Derek Carr is definitely like capable of going over this in this spot. But I, I, and again, like it really does kind of flow back to the Jacobs thing. I think that there's scenarios where both like Jacobs and Carr go over, but I think there's also a lot of scenarios where Jacobs goes under and Carr goes yeah. over because in that scenario where I'm, I'm, you know, speculating that the Raiders are behind Jacobs isn't doing much early in the game. I mean, that, that leads to more Derek Carr dropbacks later in the game. So um, yeah, interesting spot for Carr. I, I think that the, again, it's going to be a chalky under probably not as chalky as the Jacobs over, but it, it's going to be chalky. I just really think that, you can just, I mean, right off the bat, like, you know, you, you go Jacobs under car over. I mean, wow. Like it's going to be, that's going to be like a really low on duel right there. So tempting spot. Um, we have it projected as a solid under. I think that if the game plays out the most likely scenario, like the Raiders winning, you know, maybe like not, not big, but just by a decent amount, he, he just goes under easy. But I, I, th- I think that the Rams are a competitive team with Sean McVay. And I think there's enough scenarios to consider the over there. So. Well, I think it's interesting too. So, you know, you usually, would like to correlate your quarterback with your receivers. Uh, so Carr on our projections is an under for passing yardage, but then Matt Collins and Devonte Adams are both projected as yeah. relatively solid overs. As far as receiving yardage goes, Devonte Adams has been unbelievable of late. Uh, he's gone over 78 and a half is the line today. He's been over that four out of five games. The one he missed, he was at 74 yards. So he was right there. Uh, the reception, six and a half. It looks pretty high. We have it as an under, but he's actually had at least seven catches in each of his last five games as well. So he's been super active in this Raiders offense. And maybe it's not unexpected. A receiver on a new team, even though they played together in college, takes a little while for everything to gel. It certainly seems to have now uh, between Carr and Adams. And then Matt Collins, no Hunter Renfro, no Darren Waller. Uh, projected for over 40 receiving yards for Hollins. And and he's been active of late and has been over the receiving yardage and the receptions number in each of the past three games. What do you make of the receivers and how to mix them with Carr? Yeah, no. And I mean, this is this is kind of another route where, again, if you're if you're going to take that under on Carr and, and the over on Jacobs and really just kind of be in line with the field. This is, I think, I think Devontae Adams is where you can, again, get a little different. I think that a lot of people will, may just go over on all three and just be like, wow, 78.5. I mean, you know, it's just too low, but I mentioned Jalen Ramsey. He's still, 
he's maybe not like the the top cornerback that he is, but he's he's probably going to give Devontae Adams a little bit of a test here. And again, I just think it's really more game flow where yeah. I, I just don't think that the Raiders will want to drop back much. And, and you know, like there's scenarios where when Carr does drop back, maybe he uses Mac Collins a little bit more, maybe he uses, you know, Dawson Knox, uses the running backs, and, and it's just a little bit more conservative game plan. He doesn't have to attack Jalen Ramsey. I think that's the ideal scenario for the Raiders. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, Devontae Adams under actually mixes in with uh, pretty well with like a Jacobs and Derek Carr Jacob's over. I mean, uh, it, it's not a big yardage total. I get it, but um, you know, there, there's other options here for, for Carr, even though he's been kind of just targeting Devonte Adams at will. Some of those, some of that heavy targeting though, is just completely game flow induced where yes. overtime games. Yeah. They're trying know, to keep up with the chargers, the Seahawks. This is yeah, not that game. This is not that game. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think that's a good way to, to, again, you, 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 you want to take the, the chalky picks, which are projecting really strongly, absolutely fine. This is a good one to differentiate on because I think, again, the field will will still be on, on the Devontae Adams over. Uh, Austin asked about Foster Moreau over under uh, for a no-house advantage is 31 and a half receiving yards. I like the receptions at one and a half. We have that as yeah. a, a big time over. He's done it in seven of nine games. What, what shocked me about Moreau is he's been so consistent with receiving yardage and, and tight ends are a little more consistent than receivers, obviously. But in his last nine games, Moreau has had between 28 and 44 receiving yards in nine games. That is like That's, such a narrow area, yeah. and he's been there so consistently. I think it helps you maybe go to the over a little bit, but he is uh, – yeah, I mean, that's kind of a weird stat. The, and the nice thing, though, again, that this it's just all speaks to how you should be correlating your lineups. You're taking the under on Adams. It correlates nicely with these other receivers. Matt Collins and Foster Moreau do not – have big props. Like they don't need to do much. So if, if a couple of those targets just flow over to the Hollins mm -hmm. or to Foster Moreau, like these guys will hit pretty easy for us. So um, I, I think it's a nice, I, I think that the Raiders kind of work themselves out a couple different ways. Either you're going super contrarian with Carr and Jacobs, or you're taking the, the chalk and you're kind of looking to differentiate um, with the, with the receivers, which again, I think if Adams goes under, it really helps the, the over scenarios for, for Moreau. And uh, and Matt Collins and then vice versa. I mean, if you're you're, you're going over on Carr and, and Adams, then you know maybe you could leave one of those guys out or just avoid them and and just you know take those guys for your your passing game usage. Uh, good deal to tell you about before we wrap things up. Bet MGM, a uh, risk free bet. You could also get two free months of Stochastic Plus Platinum. And uh, did I mention that risk-free bet is $1,000? Uh, so check that out. You can make a deposit at BetMGM. Uh, you got to have your first paid wager. You can check out all the rules, everything you got to check off below. You got to you want to be a member of Stochastic as well. Uh, you know, create a free membership with Stochastic and then uh, get yourself two months of Stochastic Platinum free is fantastic. It's pretty good timing too with the NFL season upon us and obviously playoffs coming up in January. Uh, so be sure to to check all that out. You can see all of the information below. I think the one thing we didn't touch on was the Rams running game. Uh, Kyron Williams kind of disappeared from this running game last week. Only had three carries. Cam Akers has been much more involved of late. He looked rather live last week. 17 carries, 60 yards against the Seahawks. Uh, Williams at 42 and a half. Akers at 39 and a half rushing yards. So, I mean, I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but uh it makes it pretty clear to go under on Kyron Williams. And then, uh, you know, what to do with Cam Akers. How do you yeah. break this down? 
Yeah, they, we didn't touch on it. I mean, I I definitely think Acres in a good spot to get you know twelve to fifteen carries again. Um, I, I would. This is one I would probably just you know eat the chalk on. I don't love Cam Acres yeah. as a player, but like, I, I think that again the Rams will make this competitive in one way or the other. Either it'll just be a little bit closer, or you know they may even jump out ahead. And in those scenarios, Acres probably gets there. I have no idea what Karen Williams is going to do. You know, if, if, if there, if, if McVay comes out and starts giving him a bunch of rushes, it could happen. He tends to be like a one running back guy though. And it looks like, you know, he's, he's kind of gone back to acres. So um, it, it's just, it's such a weird spot for the Rams like player personnel right now. I mean, we, yes. you know, the, the, the receivers are, are kind of like mixing in and out. And now we've got like, you know, kind of like rotating backs week to week. It feels like, but I, I feel much safer about, you know, just, maybe even just leaving Williams out or something, or I, I don't know, I, or maybe leaving, actually leaving acres out is sorry, what I meant to say, because you know, like the Williams could still get carries and go under. Um, mm-hmm. If acres doesn't get carries, he's not going to go over because he's just not efficient and he's not explosive. So I think that the Kieran Williams under makes uh, a lot more sense as a play yeah. than uh, necessarily the, the acres over the acres, acres is almost a player. I don't mind leaving out um, completely. Yeah, if you have the ability to do that. So a couple of tricky yeah. selections, as mentioned with Derek Carr, uh, with uh, Acres in this spot, but there is certainly some chalk that you can eat. Uh, I, I typically find the running backs are the most projectable, the, the easiest to to figure out, um, you know, with you, you don't have too many crazy performances, right? The receivers, there's a lot more variability, variation. So uh, there you go. You can get under on, on Karen Williams and then figure out what you're going to do elsewhere. And uh, key decision, Josh Jacobs. Sometimes it just, it looks too easy at 70 and a half rushing yards, but that's, this is the game theory aspect of it. You're not playing against a book. You are playing against other people. And if you could be the only one to get something right, you're going to end up at a good spot at the end of the night. Uh, so no house advantage really brings some extra strategy to the forefront. Uh, it does it for NBA as well. And we'll have NBA no house advantage coming up with Terry and Gundacker and then NFL showdown live before lock coming your way at seven Eastern more coverage of the Raiders and Rams tonight. We'll know maybe who's starting a quarterback for the Rams by then, which uh, will help as well. Uh, I'm Pete McCarthy. Appreciate you guys joining. Pleasure, Jeff. Thanks, bud. Thanks.